from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be hanging out with you this morning inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios, 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. Charney's, so much for the community. It doesn't matter what size you are, how tall you are. They have a size for everybody at Charney's, from suits to sports sport coats to shorts and pants and tuxedos, a little bit of everything, dress down wear, athletic wear, Syracuse stuff, NFL gear, uh, Looney Tunes, Space Jam, Graphic Tees, Callaway for my golfers out there, as well as all of the accessories, the bow ties, the ties, the handkerchief, the suspenders, the hats, the socks, everything is there for you. And of course, Bamboo K and my new fave, Tommy Bahama stuff. You can get it all at Charney's by simply going to 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. We appreciate you and we thank you so much. We're inside of the show, which means what's popping. Proudly brought to you by Mon Paz Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factory. Let you know the topics of the day. You've heard from Evan Adams. You've heard from Julian Wiggum. It's now time to hear from head coach Dino Babers as well as defensive back Trill and uh, nickelback Trill Williams as well as quarterback Tommy DeVito and running back Mo Neal. So let's get into those conversations with those gentlemen here right now on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. First and foremost, you'll hear my question following the loss to the Clemson Tigers. You'll hear my question to Dino Babers, and then we'll move from there, and you'll hear my uh, question to Tommy DeVito, and then my question to all of the gentlemen here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So all of that's coming up right here in just a moment as we will go in that order. So you'll hear from Coach first, then you'll hear my one-on-one, uh, my Q&A with Tommy DeVito, and then you'll hear from the three gentlemen. So first and foremost, this is Dino Babers answering my question about the offensive line following this game, giving up eight sacks to the tune of a loss of 56 yards. This is what Dino had to say about that. Coach, just what you can say, assessing the offensive line at this point, three games, and I think there was eight sacks in this game for over 50 yards of loss, just what you're seeing at that point. You know, I don't think it's all on the offensive line. I, I can tell you right now, there was two sacks on someone else, and I'm not going to say the name, and that person wasn't in the offensive line at all. So, again, it's, it's, not, a, it's, not, a simple, it's not a simple offense. It's a complex offense. And uh, everybody has to do their part. It only takes one guy to break down offensively for something bad to happen. And then you want to pin it on one group of individuals. And that's really not the case. That coming from Dino Babers saying you can't pin it on one group of individuals. It's not just the offensive line. There's other people that are involved here. There's other things that are going on. And he said, I'm not going to name the guy, but there was somebody in the back, you know, somebody back there that wasn't a lineman and two sacks were on them. So, you know, Dino obviously uh, supporting his team, supporting his group, as any coach should, and saying, you know, that as they move forward, there's obviously going to, you know, uh, there could be issues here and there, but you can't peg it on just one group of guys because they're all working to get better. 
This is what Tommy DeVito had to say to me after I had an opportunity to speak with him following the Clemson game about his thoughts. This is what he had to say. Tommy, just what you can say assessing these first three games in your mind as a starting quarterback, just what you're seeing out of your play as you step out of the first quarter of the season. Well, it's just a lot, of, a lot of growing, trying to get better every game moving forward, trying to be the best leader possible in order to move the offense down the field. Short and simple here from Tommy DeVito, just trying to be the best leader that he can be in moving the ball down the field. You know, this is obviously something that it takes time. I've told people that this, you know, this obviously is going to take time. It has to take time. People have to be willing to give it time. Tommy DeVito is working hard. I think that, you know, seeing the fan base, I'll put it to you like this. If I saw the fan base love me coming in, love all my hype, Eric Dungey's the quarterback, but they still can't wait for me. I'm here for a couple seasons, but they want to see me right away. Then they can't wait to see me. Then before the season's even over, they can't wait to see me. Then we go 10-3, and three, and they're like, oh my God, but you know we're 10-3 and three now, and even though we're losing Dungey, now we get Tommy DeVito, and this is great. And then three games in, it's like, I don't like Tommy DeVito. I don't want him to be the quarterback. When's basketball season? If I was Tommy, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to transfer after this year. I mean, that's how it would feel. So you got to give the man time. You got to let him figure it out. You got to let him get to a point where he can move forward. This offensive line is having their struggles in finding chemistry. He is having, you know, Tommy and the and the receivers, they need to find chemistry. And like Julian brought up, if the receivers aren't running a good route or they're not making good decisions or if he gets rushed out of the pocket and he doesn't have enough time, that's something to look at. Another thing to look at is the fact that, you know, Everybody's got to just come together, okay? This offense went through change. As much as their receivers are back and as much as their running backs are back and there's depth at running back more so than, than maybe there's been in a really long time, the offensive line has to have chemistry. Tommy and his receivers have to have chemistry. Well, Dan, they've been practicing together. I get that. But practice in a game is different. And they're used to Dungy running around. And ha- I mean, if I'm a receiver now and I know that my quarterback's not going to run as much, that's a good thing. Because then, you know, when I get down the field and I get open, I'm not looking back and seeing my quarterback run. But at the same time, if DeVito's having to get out of that pocket really quick, you might not be done running your route. And if if everything breaks down, you got to be able to come back and help him out. That all takes time. That all takes chemistry. And I, th- I mean, I honestly just think Syracuse needs time. And people saw 10 wins last year. And not to sound like a broken record, but I didn't think 10 wins were going to come this year in the regular season because there's change. And just because you see it last season doesn't mean that that changes the fact that this season the offensive line has changed, the quarterback has changed, and the linebacker core has changed. There's been change on this team, and change means growing pains. It doesn't mean the team's not going to be good eventually. It just means that all good things take time. And without having the time to get there, if you're going to give up on Tommy DeVito right now, I think that that's ridiculous because how can you give up on him when he's only been a starter for three games? And I said going into the season, this team goes as he goes as he starts off. And then the offensive line and then the linebacker group, they go as that. The linebackers are the are the quarterbacks of the defense. The middle linebackers, the quarterback of the defense. Tommy DeVito is obviously the quarterback of the offense and the offensive line. You build everything in the trenches. Remember a few years ago when the defensive line needed time. Now the offensive line needs time. 
So, I mean, it's just, it's hard to get all that stuff on the same page at the same time. Unless you're Alabama or Clemson and you can throw anybody in there and they're going to get it done, it's a really, really difficult thing to do. So I think that people just need to temper their expectations and provide some time and just sit back and watch who this team is. Like Nathan Trout said, not in September, not in October, see who they become in November because that is the nitty gritty and how you finish is drastically important. Obviously, you want to start strong. Obviously, you want to continue strong. But at the end of the day, you want to be able to finish well to build for the future and hopefully have another game or two after this regular season is over. Up next is my question to Trill Williams, Tommy DeVito, and Mo Neal, all three of them answering the third largest crowd in Carrier Dome history for Syracuse football, 50,000 plus. Just what they can say, even though they didn't get the victory, what it meant to them to see the fans show up in droves the way that they did for the first time in seemingly forever, just what that felt like. This is for each of you, just what it means to you, even though you didn't get the win in this game, that 50,000 fans showed up, third largest crowd in Syracuse football history, just what that means to you guys, despite the loss. Start with Trell. I mean, when we first walked out on the field and we looked up in the crowd and it was just a great environment. Like, I, me, as a sophomore, being here, this is the first time that I've ever seen that many people at the game. So, hopefully we can do it again. I agree. I think the fans have a tremendous um, outcome on the game. I think they play a big role in it. Um, you know, just keep keep doing the same thing. The more fans that come, the better. It gives us an advantage on the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, coming in, that was a goal of mine uh, when I stepped foot on campus four years ago, uh, just to play in front of a sellout crowd in, a, in the dome, and uh, it was amazing. Uh, you know, the fans was rocking, a lot of energy, uh, disappointed that we couldn't get them a win. So that coming from all the gentlemen here and there from Trill Williams and Tommy DeVito and, and, and Mo Neal, obviously, they wanted to get the victory. But Tommy said, listen, we got to have, you know, we that's something great to have. That's something that you want to have. The more fans are in there, they can affect the outcome of the game. Mo saying, you know, four years ago when I came in, this is what I wanted. You know, this is what I came to Syracuse for. I came to come to a packed dome. You know, so they want to get the victory for them and they want to be able to have something like that. But the fans got to show up. And I've said over and over again that fans have shown up for teams that haven't played well. The Kansas City Chiefs, no matter what Notre Dame's doing, you know, fans show up. And when they do that, you know, it, it affects the outcome of the game. I mean, that's just common sense that it can affect the outcome of a game. The more fans you have, the more support you have, the louder it is, the more difficult of an environment it is, the more it helps. So for Syracuse fans to get frustrated with the Syracuse team if they're losing is understandable, but to not show up, then it's on you too. You know, if you're frustrated that the team's not winning and then you don't show up to make it the Loud House, well, then you're kind of responsible for it as well. You're not on the field, but you're part of it. Remember how they say it's really hard to play in Seattle because they have the 12th man? Well, it's the same situation in Syracuse and anywhere else. If you pack the dome... After Syracuse loses to Clemson 41-6, to you pack the Dome 50,000 for Western Michigan, that's going to make it a difficult environment. you got to keep packing the Dome. you got to keep showing up. you got to keep being there. you got to keep believing in this team because eventually it's going to turn around. Floyd Little said it years and years and years ago. He said our tickets are cheap, so show up now because the tickets are going to get more expensive, which they did. The packages are going to be more expensive, which they are. So you can get in on this ground level and you can be a part of it for an inexpensive price because you want to be here as we're growing. 
All good things take time. And I know that now that Syracuse fans know what it feels like to be successful, they want to feel that every season. But there's turnover for the last two years at linebacker. There's turnover on the offensive line that took forever to build. And Tommy DeVito is a first-year starter, even though he's a redshirt sophomore. It's going to, whether you like it or not, take time. And that doesn't mean you can't go from 10 and 3 and then have a totally different team and go 10 and 3 unless you're UCF, which they did it with a totally new coaching staff, or Alabama or Clemson. These teams can get it done and they can do it. Syracuse, it takes time. A team that took forever to get to 10 wins again is going to take time. When we talk about Syracuse, first time ranked in the top 25 in the preseason since 1998, first 4-0 start since 1991, first being ranked in the top 25 in the AP at the same time in 17 years, dating back to 2001, first 10-win season. I mean, it's like you look back at all these, and that was 20 years ago, that was 15 years ago, that was 10 years ago. It's been a long, long time since Syracuse football was good. So... To think that, okay, well, now it's finally good again, so now it's going to be good forever. It takes time to build that culture, and it takes a hell of a lot more than one 10-3 season to build that culture. And there's turnover. And there's still guys that were, were recruited by Schaefer. Moniel's one of them, was recruited by Schaefer and his staff. You know, not until next season will we see a totally Dino Babers team. And some of those guys that were recruited by Schaefer and the crew including Tim Lester, who's coming into town as the head coach of Western Michigan this weekend, you're thankful that he recruited the Sam Heckles and the Mo Neals and the Rex Culpeppers and the Scoop Bradshaws and the Eric Dungies because these guys have earned their starting roles. They've gotten in there at times. And Eric Dungy, more than anybody else, gave this team what they had last season with the help of a bunch of other gentlemen. So I know nobody wants to hear it, but all good things take time. And if you can't understand that, well, then you probably have never had any type of good job or valued relationship in your life because it all takes time. And so if you're impatient, you probably haven't experienced any of that yet. And that's probably why you're frustrated and feel like it's not real because you haven't given it the chance to come to be yet. And maybe you should. We'll take a step aside for a fast break and we'll come back with the ingredients to success proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company right after this. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family, my family, their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash DT inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios, 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. Come and hang out with us. 
at Charney's. We are there once a month, and you can go there every single day of the week, whether you are going there to have something tailored, altered for you. You're going there for a wedding. You're going there to rent something, to buy something, whatever it may be. Head out to Charney's today. Let them know that Wake Up Call sent you over there, and you can, I mean, literally, any style that you have, it doesn't matter what style you got, what's going on, head over to Charney's and they will make sure to dress you for success and find what fits you right there on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York with Charney's. So make sure you head over there and we'll let you know on social media, on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT and Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT exactly when Wake Up Call will be on site on location at Charney's next here in the month of September. Mon Paz Kettle Corn always provides for you what's popping, which is our list of topics every single show. And so you've already heard from Evan Adams starting offensive guard for Syracuse. You've heard from Syracuse football alum Julian Wiggum. You heard my Q&A with Dino Babers and my Q&A with Tommy DeVito, as well as with Trill Williams, Tommy DeVito, and Mo Neal. So now it is time for the final piece of the show. And you just heard from Utica Pizza Company. And that is the Ingredients to Success, proudly brought to you by... Utica Pizza Company on 628 South Main Street in in North Syracuse, New York. It is located by Liverpool, Cicero, Syracuse, Mattydale, North Syracuse. All of it right there for you, right by the airport. You can land here, pick up your, you know, you pick up your favorite, your loved ones, your your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your kids, whatever it may be. You come out of your best friend, you come out of the airport, grandma and grandpa, and you go five minutes down the road to Utica Pizza. Hey, I want something authentic. Perfect. Follow me. Bring him right over to Utica Pizza Company. I did that with a bunch of actors I brought in for the CNY Pop Festival. The actors and all the former Syracuse players had Utica Pizza Company cater them. And so a lot of them had never had chicken riggies, never had Utica Greens, didn't know what they were. And they ate up and they ate good and they loved the food and they raved about it. So shout out to Utica Pizza Company, who not only has Central New York and Upstate New York a buzzin', but also Vancouver, California, St. Louis, Missouri, Las Vegas, Nevada, and in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and so on and so forth. Uh, Connecticut, bunch of people that have come through and gotten that Utica Pizza Company love. So today's ingredients to success, obviously, we're going to have to talk about what's going on with Syracuse football and speaking on the ingredients to success as they step forward. So really, to me, this is what it's got to be. You can't let a game beat you twice. So one of my ingredients to success, proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company for the Syracuse football team, don't let this game beat you twice. Let it go, okay? You made mistakes. Julian Wiggum talked about it. Sometimes in the Syracuse locker room or in any locker room, no matter what sport you play, the defense comes in, in this case, rips on the offense, the offense rips on the defense, special team, whatever it may be. That could be happening or it may not be happening. Let it go, okay? Yes, the defense got back-to-back interceptions. Yes, it takes the wind out of your sails when you get an interception, and then Tommy DeVito came out and threw an interception right after that. Yes, it takes the wind out of your sails when you get an interception and return it to the Clemson 9 and you don't score. Yes, on the very next possession by Clemson, you steal the ball away again, you get to the Clemson 3 this time, and you don't score. I understand the frustration, but the defense and the offense are on the same team. And if the defensive players are pissed off at the offensive players, that's not constructive. 
You go to them and say, hey, what do I need to do to help? How do we get better? Okay. I think about it as a business owner. If I went to my interns or I went to, you know, JT Molo, my right hand guy or anything like that, or I went to Rob Drummond or Dale Shackelford or people I've worked with and I was disrespectful and, you know, they did something and I, and I wanted it to be better and I go and I yell at them, it's not going to make things any better. What makes it better is going, hey, JT, this is what I want to do. I saw what you did there. Can we make it a little bit better? Can we maybe start this on time? Or can we move this over here? Or can we maybe break this down a little bit more? Or, you know, I was watching back this show and I spoke and gave a lot of opinions and you didn't really say too much. Was it because there wasn't a lot of research? Were you uncomfortable? Well, how do we get better? So that's always should be the key is how do you get better? So one of my ingredients to success is if there is infighting in the locker room or frustration, I get it, but you constructively help each other out in practice, right? Trill Williams goes, intercepts a pass from Tommy DeVito, walk over to him with the ball and saying, did you see me? What was the read that you were making on that? You didn't even look down the field and see Tristan was open on the other side. You know, if fought to maybe missed a step and he was open over there and you threw my way and I had him blanketing. Say what you see. If I'm Trill, I want to help out Tommy, right? Because I'm not intercepting Tommy every Saturday. I'm trying to intercept Trevor Lawrence. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to intercept Western Michigan and Holy Cross and Duke and Louisville and so on. I'm not trying to intercept Tommy. So if you see Tommy make a mistake and you're on the defense, go talk to him. If you're Mo Neal and you break for an 87 yard touchdown run in practice, you know, go up to Andrew Armstrong and say, Hey, when I did that fake on you, what did you see? You know, what was going on? You know, when I made that move, how come you didn't key in on this? Or when you saw me shift to the other side, how come, you know, Lakeem at the, as the middle linebacker didn't tell Trill to hop to the other side because he's your fastest guy. You know, help each other out. Talk to each other. When you beat somebody in practice, it's not just yay me. Go up to that person and say, this is how I beat you. This is what I did. If you see it, if you're on the scout team, tell them you didn't see this and I'm seeing this in film. Go to, you know, after practice, go to the film room and sit down with Tommy and say, I saw this. Did you see this? Right? Kendall Coleman, sit down with Aaron Service and say, what is it that you did not take away from this? What did you not see that I saw? Work with each other on all this because you can't get better unless you help each other out. Being frustrated with each other is not going to help you beat Western Michigan. What's going to help you beat Western Michigan is being frustrated with each other enough to say enough is enough. We need to get better. So this is how we're going to do it. A team is only as good as it's, as, it, as you know, you, you are only as good as the man that's next to you on a football team. Okay, Barry Sanders, one of the best running backs ever in the history of mankind. But the Lions sucked. He didn't win any Super Bowls. He didn't go anywhere. But he was really good. Would you like to be a really, really great player on a horrible team? Or would you like to be a really, really great player who helps out his brethren and gets yourself to a place where you can all get better? Because talent doesn't trump everything. It's hard work, effort, and enthusiasm and positivity. That's what trumps everything. There's plenty of people in history that have worked harder than other people that were more talented. So Syracuse, work hard. Trust each other. Help each other. Talk about things. Talk it through. Cut out the media. Don't listen, okay? I'm going to be constructive on this show, and I'm going to want the best for you, and I may critique something, but I'm not going to do it in a way of any personal attacks or throwing any negativity your way because I wouldn't want you to critique me negatively and hit me in a negative way and, and just be hateful. 
If you were talking about my show and you didn't like something, I want you to come to me constructively, work with me on it, put your arm on my arm and say, how do you get better, Dan? How do we all get better? That's what I'm going to listen to. I'm not going to listen to hate. So I will never spew hate at these guys. I will never spew negativity at these guys. I want to see them do better. I'm constructively trying to critique and look at what's happening. I'm sure that they're not happy. You lose 41 to 6 after losing 63 to 20. I don't think anybody on that Syracuse team is sitting there going, we did a great job. We worked really hard and we didn't do anything wrong. They don't need you to tell them that they did something wrong. So constructively take a look at it. Constructively try to help. That's what I try to do here on the show. So shut out the negativity. As hard as it is, shut it out. Shut Because the people in your class that love you and the girls that want to date you when you're doing well, if they hate you now, they're not worth it. If you go to social, you know, if you go to history class in school and the same kid that was talking to you last week and wanted free tickets and this, that, and the other, and now he doesn't want to talk to you, they're not worth it. Keep your inner circle of people that love you no matter what happens. Focus on yourself. I focus on God. So if you have a faith, focus on that. Pray a lot. Work your behind off and just focus on what you can control and let Clemson go. Let them be what they are. If they go to become national champions, let it be what it is. Okay. It sucks that you didn't beat them, but you can't let them beat you twice. You got to move on. You got to let it go. Watch your Western Michigan film. Help each other out. When you beat somebody and you make a good play in practice, go up to that person that you beat, tell them what you did and help them to get better. It's not good enough for you to celebrate with your teammates on offense or defense or special teams. Go over to them and say, this is what happened. This is what I saw. This is what I took. This, you know, this is, you know, be an offensive lineman and, you know, be an air, be Aaron service and say, Hey, when I'm playing center, you know, Dakota, when I shifted this way and I took up this thing and I created this space, you didn't work with me on creating that space for Jarvion Howard. So you can't look back at him and shake your head that he lost two yards. That was our fault. I moved. I wanted you to move with me. You didn't. So what did I do wrong? What did you do wrong? How can we make sure that next time Jarvion's got a hole there so he can burst it? It's not his fault that it's negative two yards, or even if it is his fault, let's make it easier for him. It's really hard when things aren't going well to grab somebody and say, hey, how do we get better? But the world doesn't get better by going, hey, (laughs) you missed that play. You look like an idiot. The world gets better by saying, hey, come here. I got you. This is what I saw in that last play. I think that you can get better. I believe in you. Let's try and do this again. That's how it's got to be. Love each other up. Tell each other constructively how to get better. And block out all the hate. You'll always get love from this show, no matter who you play for and who you are, because I want to see you do well and I want to see you succeed in life. I don't wish bad on the worst person on the planet. I don't wish bad on them because I don't want to stoop to their level. So... My critiques are constructive. They come with love and appreciation. And I want to see you guys do well. But I'm not on the field with you. You're on the field with each other. Okay, so I can only say so much and do so much. You guys got to do it in practice. You got to lift each other up and you got to help each other out. So believe in yourselves, have faith in yourselves and see that you can get this done. Because if you don't believe that you can get it done, it doesn't matter what which one of us believes you can get it done, you're not going to. So believe in yourself, work your tail off, Give it the best you got and go forward from there. And if you ever listen to any show, I hope it's this one because we'll bring you the positivity. You may not always like what I say. You may not always like, you know, the criticism. But the reality of it all is when somebody says something to me 
and you know, and and I don't like it, and it's constructive. It's because I know that I did it wrong. Destructive has no place in my life. But when somebody goes, "Hey, you know, you could have made this better," and that hits me, you know, it's because I know I could have made it better. So let it hit you when you know that it can make you better, and let it go make you better. And outside of that, the stuff that doesn't make you better doesn't matter. So block it out. And if you guys ever need a helping hand, you got it. Because at the end of the day, my life is only as important as how I touched other people's lives. So I want to help. You guys can help each other in practice. Don't point fingers. Find solutions. We all know there's a problem because this team has lost not only two weeks in a row, but by a lot. By 35 points and by 43 points. So we know there's issues that need to be corrected. Instead of pointing fingers, let's find solutions. That is how you win. That is how you move forward. And it's the only way to start turning the corner. Because when the offensive line was good and the defensive line wasn't good... They could have pointed fingers, and then those guys could turn around and say, hey, remember when you guys struggled, and I'm Evan Adams, and I didn't say anything to you, Kendall Coleman, so now don't say anything to us unless you're helping us. And I'm just making an example of that, of course. Not saying that anybody said that. I'm just making an example. You guys are all here for a reason, and the only way you're going to win games is by playing together. So you have to find a way to get past the frustration, get past the angst, get past the outside noise and remember that that is your brother. And if you don't fight for him and he doesn't fight for you, you got no chance. And if that's the case, then don't play the rest of the season. But if you plan on going out there for the next 10 games or the next nine games, at least you got to help each other out as frustrated as you are. There's light at the end of the tunnel. You have to believe it. Because if you don't, it doesn't matter who does. It may be hard to see, but nothing in life is impossible. And I would take from this last game that they beat themselves more than Clemson beat them. So that's something they can control. It's not like they went out and gave their all and Clemson was just tremendous. They blew a bunch of opportunities. So that should make me, as much as that sucks, it also makes me feel good to know that we were responsible for a lot of that stuff. It wasn't just that we got outplayed. We screwed ourselves. So that's something we can fix. It's not Clemson, it's us. So if you can fix that, then there's already light at the end of the tunnel. So be good to each other. Be good brothers. Understand that you can only get out of this tunnel together. And you got to work with one another. You're playing a team sport. So sometimes you got to carry somebody else. And you may not want to. But the way that life works is if you refuse to carry them, you're going to need to be carried someday. And they may not carry you because they may remember. So just remember that. If you don't want to pick up your buddy right now on the team who's struggling, they might not pick you up when you struggle. We all struggle. So be there for each other.
and keep believing. Because you have a head coach that believes in faith, which is belief without evidence. There is no evidence that this team is going to have a successful season this season. Except the faith you have in one another. Take that as your ingredient to success. Screw what everybody's saying. Go play the game.